GameZillaMedia.com. Video game makers believe that their products are starting to attract a whole new market. The voice of the gaming generation. The competition in this industry is so fierce, but we did manage to get a glimpse into the future. Real gaming opinions. The obvious question is, of course, how long will this smashing success last for video games? The last line of the the GameZilla Podcast. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last Welcome line of defense in major... I messed that up. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I didn't mess it up, actually. I just realized I forgot the word. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with <laughs> me in the GameZilla Media Studios... Producer Dead Eye Knight and producer Player One Miggy. And I said we're in the studios, but we're not. Everyone can tell we're not. We're still remote, guys. It's official. The quarantine has, has officially you. fried your brain. You don't you, you don't remember what show this is. What I'm tired to say for the hundredth time. I'm tired of talking to robots. I know you're not real. OK, I know none of this is real. This is all just a giant game. You're all playing on me. I've been inside of this this box that you put me in and you're saying there's all sorts of crazy shit going on. And here we are just playing a big trick on Grim. Grim, the whole thing's actually going to turn out to be like the mist. Like you think be beyond your house, everyone's like infected and there's monsters out there. But like you just step out just beyond that mist and you realize everything's cool. Exactly. I, th yeah. I, th I think where Grim is going to be a mixture of the mist and the Truman show. That that's, yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what it is, you know? Yeah, yeah. With a little I am legend in there. Let's just mix it in there. Ooh. You know, why not? Let's just let's just go all the way. Grim hasn't found all the cameras I've hidden in his house over the years to have my own like private Grim stream of his life that I profited greatly off of. Yeah, I found the shower <laughs> cam, but I left it, so it's okay. Yeah, Anyways, that. welcome. That was my cam. <laughs> Any oh, okay, great. We, we we got multiple cams. Great. Everyone gets the the feed into into Grim's uh, sadness. Anyways, welcome to episode three hundred and twenty of the Games Little Podcast. Your elite free DLC for all your gaming news and is brought to you by our patrons. Yes, it is brought to you by our supporters at patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. If you're not a patron, you need to get your ass over there and support your favorite podcast, your favorite podcasting network at GameZilla Media. Uh, patronage starts as low as $1 per month. I promise you, if you reduced your taco budget by one taco per month you could support no. gamezilla you don't do, do it. it don't it's not worth it no, do it. no. <laughs> it's worth it we are worth the sacrifice of one taco per month and guess what if you so choose to really ball out and really treat yourself to the finest podcasting available on the internet get that exclusive content level at just five dollars a month grim is eating tacos right now Put, throw one of those in the garbage. I canceled my symbolic... Patreon so I could have some tacos. <laughs> okay. Okay, don't cancel your Patreon for tacos. Patreon's much better. $5 a month gives you exclusive access to podcasts only available to our patrons. They're not available anywhere else on the internet. Uh, and every show on the GameZilla Media Network will provide at least one bonus show per month there at the exclusive content level including muster bust where the dudes here on gamezilla tell you what games are probably not worth your money and which ones are every single month uh it's available patreon.com slash gamezilla media go there start your patronage today and help us keep gamezilla alive and active yep thanks to our patrons once again we appreciate y'all um 
Before we get into get started into the news, I do want to remind everybody, if you uh, aren't here, you can watch the show live on twitch.tv slash gamesillamedia every Monday night at 7.30pm Eastern Time. If you can't catch the live show, or maybe you were here and you couldn't watch the whole thing, you can catch the whole video on YouTube. Just search Media and you can watch the show. Otherwise, listen to it in all those great places, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, you name it, we're there. Hit that heart emoji, give us five stars, leave us that review, we appreciate it. But it's time to get into it. Here's what's happening in the world of gaming. Here's the news. I don't hear you. Drop a little frozen on you guys. Oh, can you do it again? Can you do it again? I'm tone deaf though, so that's as close as I can get. <laughs> it's so My bad. Roasting me. She, she asked me to sing stuff once a week and then just laughs at me. It's so bad that the microphone wouldn't even let you. We couldn't hear it. Yes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> See what I'm saying? He must have a high. He must have a high pitch filter or something because it it doesn't like that at all. Try a low. Try low tone. G- give me a metal version. <clears throat> Comes through perfect. Comes through perfect. (laughs) All right. Topic number one. Microsoft is basically uh, stops offering the 12-month Xbox Live Gold memberships. Bum, bum, bum. Because we don't have our soundboard. Anyways, uh, it may be steering us towards a new version of Xbox Game Pass. So if you're living under a rock or you don't care about Xbox, uh, we are just several days away from the big, probably the biggest event for next generation for Xbox because they're going to be talking about all their first party games, all their services and everything like that, possibly even price of the system and potentially when you could pre-order it. Before that, days before that, we are now starting to see some weird movements in Microsoft discontinuing a lot of its, uh, or not a lot of it, but some of its services and products. So we saw that it is stopping, it's not, it's not selling the 12 month Xbox Live Gold memberships. Uh, you can still buy one or three month access, but if you're, um, you're out of luck, if you want to try to go long term, we don't know why this is other than the fact that the thought is that we know Game Pass is a huge focus point for them. We know there's such thing as Ultimate Game Pass, which embeds Xbox Live into it. We know xCloud is getting, is getting worked into, the, X, into the, the overall Game Pass package. So I think we're about to see rebranding and bundling is what, I'm, what I think uh, Xbox is going to be bringing here. They, they don't want fragmentation across their Xbox Live service, their Game Pass service, their xCloud service, and so on. So they want, you know, if they're going to hold 30 40 50% of their, you know, their user base to have Xbox Live, they want that 30 40 50% to also have Game Pass. And uh, I think that's what we're about to see here is some rebranding and, and just... Um, migration of services into one offering or or a new triple you know tri-level a tri-tier offering of game pass that you know includes different products depending on a silver a gold and an, an ultimate or something like that what do you guys yeah, think Yeah, they could they could issue like a version of game pass 
that doesn't have all the major releases right at their release date. You know what I mean? Like there could be a game, a version of Game Pass that gives you opera uh, backlog and indie games, and then there could be a premium Game Pass that offer that. That's when you get those that day one Halo. That's when you get those. You know, uh, like Phil Spencer's already come out and said that they're working on trying to get third party developers in on day one Game Pass, and that that could be a, a now an additional tier for that sort of thing. So. Uh, I, I definitely agree. Uh, we're going to talk a lot here in this episode about what Microsoft is doing to prepare themselves for the next generation. I think streamlining their products, rebranding their products are going to be key to their success. Yeah, I think the key, but the key part here is that if they are indeed merging these brand, you know, merging these products together and trying to create a bundle value and not let you buy live separately or at least not long-term separately, the big thing here is price we're going from some people that don't have game pass that are used to paying you know five six seven bucks a month for xbox live not 15 not doubling up their service cost right to and, and now mind you 15 is for ultimate that's everything that, that you're, you're basically buying you know the the premium edition but that's the big thing that we got to come out here. Is they still have to have their budget level, which may I think could still could could easily live around the nine ninety nine mark, you know. And then you could have that that uh, maybe it's just two tiers. Maybe you have the nine ninety nine mark and the fifteen dollar. But I think um, I think we're gonna see like a three tier process here, and it's just gonna be bundled differently. Um, maybe we could even see Game Pass evolve. Where a a basic Game Pass bundle will give you first party, but no third party. Where the ultimate will give you everything. You know, we could start to see Game Pass fragment a little bit, and I think that could still work without um, angering too many fans. Yeah, I w- I wonder if the the business plan that's existed in the gaming world when it comes to the monthly internet subscriptions and game uh, services. I wonder if that whole idea of you can buy it at a year price at a discount is going to go away and we're going to see the games industry switch to really more of the Netflix method of this is the price. It doesn't really go on sale. And you know what you pay is what you get to standardize that because how many people do wait for there to be a sale on the services and then engage in them then? So Microsoft, by discontinuing the cards and the year subscriptions, may just be taking more control over their pricing. Yeah, I, I think the pricing, they're definitely taking more control. And, they're, and, and let's be honest, between the, the multiple versions of Game Pass, the multiple versions of Xbox Live... X, X Cloud at the you know until just a couple days ago, not really knowing how that was going to fit in, you were starting to see kind of a messy environment that was going to confuse consumers, and I think no that doubt. I think they're 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 taking this opportunity to clean that up and and just realign their products. Um, but I think you're still going to. I mean, Xbox knows the value of having the holiday or or whenever they decide to do it where it's like hey if you've never been on game pass you can get it for a dollar hey if you sign up right now for two bucks you get three months of game pass and then it goes you know like they they know the value of that because that's how they that's how they started shoveling this into their into their user you know their fan base and people latched onto it and realized it was valuable realized oh my god like for me I'm still not paying. I'm not paying for for Game Pass Ultimate until the t- until 2022. So, 
But if I had to tomorrow, I would give them my $15 a month. They've like, I, they've proven it to me that the value is it, it's, there's more value there than $15. Like I, I, I consider even $19.99 a month. I probably still would do it. It is that good of a, of a deal. I live on game pass now and you know, I do. I obviously I've always thought Xbox Live is a very good service, and and they've they've always uh, done a lot to evolve that service. And now XCloud being brought into it is just a, is a whole nother layer that they're adding to it, which still needs some work. And I've been using it for six months, and I can tell you the good and bad. But at the same time, it there's value there. It's not just hot garbage. So I think. Now, Brent, um, oh, let go ahead. me ask you something. Because you're the you're the one you know I know you and Miggy both have some hands on experience with with Game Pass I mean not Game Pass um, X Cloud so if he has anything to chime in on this cool um, do you think we could see a different tier level of Game Pass where instead of local download being an option for play it is only a direct streaming from a server option for Game Pass could you see that coming in a different like a lower price point or something you don't get that local download. Or do you think that doesn't make sense? Would that just be like overcomplication of the service? Would there be a benefit to that that you could think of? I mean, you know, PlayStation Now tried to do that, right? And they had some major issues with it, and it's gotten a lot better. But um, I don't know. I mean, we've been, t- we've been told by Microsoft that xCloud is being added to the ultimate level. So... Could xCloud have a whole nother tier that you're talking about, though, when they finally do take the stage and say, because we also know it's not going to be called xCloud as that's a project name. So we, we also we are also expecting a rebrand of that service, however, whatever they're going to call it once they um, tell us that it's part of Ultimate. And so at that point, we could get something that has multi-tier and like you're saying, could give you access to similar to how i was saying where maybe a game pass basic gives you first party access but a game pass ultimate gives you first party third party you know anything that's that's been uh that has um agreed to use the game pass um platform you get access to so yeah i could see x cloud having a tier system i mean xbox and microsoft love the tier they love that they love the multi-tier sales from from business, I mean, you and I know from a business standpoint, they love it. We've seen it in in their Xbox platform for almost for for a long, long time. I mean, even you go back to the Xbox 360, and you can have a silver version of Xbox Live, which did absolutely little to nothing for you. But then you could pay for the gold edition, right? And I mean, they so that that was the most basic version of it. But everything after that, it's evolved into tiers, tiers, tiers. So I think yeah, they just want to take their there's at least there are three services that we know about right now with live game pass and X, whatever X cloud is going to be called. And they want to build a new two to three tier product and, and balance the value for us. So, um, but we'll see. I think, I think this is something we're going to find out on Thursday. So July, what July, uh, 23rd, right? July 23rd. Yep. Um, is when Xbox takes the stage and is supposed to show us off a lot of video game stuff. But I also think we're going to get services and we're going to get some updates on the hardware um, for the Xbox Series X. So we'll see. With that being said, though, Mickey, did you have any any last words that you wanted to add to the live side of it before I bring in the next product that they're uh, slamming the axe down on? 
Uh, not not the connect. Oh no, the connect the connect will live forever, man. Don't you worry. Yes. Okay. I was nervous. Um. Oh, no one's smart. told him yet. No one's told him yet. <laughs> what? No, nothing, nothing, man. Oh, you enjoy you connect enjoy that connect. There's a lot of great content coming yes. out for it. Uh, so I think it's smart that they're getting rid of the um. I mean, that they're they're getting rid of the um, the twelve month to make way for the new bundle system. I mean, I think I think it's great. I mean, the X not the um Game Pass is the reason why I bought an Xbox. I only own two physical games for the Xbox uh, one. So um the rest is just all all um taking advantage of um um Game Pass and yeah the X Cloud is great. And something else I was thinking of they could add to the tiers is I noticed um that um at least with Soul Calibur you, they had everything in there like all of the DLC all the primo content in there. And then when you went and like download the game, it was just the basic, um, the basic context. So I got addicted to playing Soul Calibur via the X Cloud, and then I went and purchased it because I was playing on the X Cloud. I wanted to continue my progress on the home console. Popped it in. I couldn't play my save data from X Cloud because I created characters with DLC content. So what did I do? Mm. I bought the DLC content. So um, I mean, I can kind of see that. I mean, kind of creating cross sales because um, you know, I mean. I, I I'm not as bad, not not as as um uh smart as Deadite, but um I mean I'm tight I'm tight fisted with my money, but I mean to get me to do you, that you you can call it <laughs> <laughs> to get me to 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 do that. I mean I can see I can foresee that happening to a lot of people. They get a custom one way and then bam they make a sale a digital sale or or whatnot. If especially if it's not available, um, I, I wonder though. Like I know that they got a sale out of you because of it. I wonder if that's more or less because we're in an alpha testing of xCloud versus what xCloud is really going to be. Because my concern with that that same example is it could work against them too. Is that mm. because Xbox has been so about hey if you have an xbox one x or you do upgrade to the xbox series x or you even have an xbox one s don't worry there's not going to be any exclusives to the new side you know until two years down the road but then x cloud all of a sudden starts giving you a different experience than what the standard does I, I i worry a little bit about that in the sense of upsetting customers i'm wondering if we're getting that experience because Let's be honest, we haven't paid a cent for X Cloud and we've been using it for six months <laughs> and they've just been throwing a little bit of everything on there for us to try out and they've been gathering that data. I, I don't know. I, I kind of hope that they don't do that and that they were yeah. like, if they're going to put the core version of Soul Calibur, you know, on Game Pass, then the core version needs to be on X Cloud as well. Don't don't give me these this little extras here and then expect me to, um, you know, in a service I'm already paying for and then expect me to buy it again in a different service that's connected to that same service. Like, I don't, I don't, but, I don't agree with, I don't like that. But what I was saying it, it could line up with what you guys are talking about with the tier system. Yeah. So like, say if they had like the basic system, you, the basic, uh, the bottom tier, you get the game pass, you get the basic versions of the game and, uh, you know, you get, you know, X cloud. Um, if you do like, for instance, the ultimate, you get all the DLC, all the added content, all that, everything else. Yeah. So it's the same idea where like ultimate right now, if you, I mean, if you have game pass right now, then when you go to the store, a lot of the things that are on game pass, if you wanted to buy them, you get a discount, right. Or, or you mm -hmm. get a gold discount, an Xbox gold discount, game pass discount. Sometimes, sometimes both combined, but 
now could we see where the ultimate version gives you a better a discount and the basic version doesn't you know things like that we they're, they're gonna they're gonna cut up that value or they're gonna find a way to to, to cause that uh that upsell right yep. we've all we've all worked retail we all know what it takes <laughs> to take someone from the basic to the premium so yeah <laughs> all right well we want to move into that next product. Uh, Microsoft's not done um, putting things out of their misery. And next in line is, yes. Me next, me next, me next, me next. Yeah, it, it's Deadite. Thank you for putting me out of my misery. <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft, uh, they're very happy to do so. They've been waiting years for it. Anyways, uh, Microsoft discontinues the Xbox One X and the Xbox One S Digital Edition. <laughs> Ahead of the Series X launch. Not the sad edition. But the Xbox One S will continue to be manufactured. So Microsoft is officially halting production of its Xbox One X and the One S all digital edition consoles as we as they ramp up for the future with Xbox Series X. We're taking the natural step of stopping production on Xbox One X and S all digital. Tired of saying the whole damn word. Says a Microsoft spokesperson <laughs> uh, in the statement to uh, The Verge, Xbox One S will continue to be manufactured and sold globally. Reports of the One X and One S shortages have surfaced in recent weeks, and there has been an increased demand in Microsoft and Sony's current-gen consoles during the pandemic. While production is ending on the One X and the One S digital, it's likely the stock for some retailers will still be available in the coming months. Uh, gamers can check with their local retailers for more details on uh, Xbox One hardware availability. So, I mean, this is this is it somewhat interesting because I think we're used to seeing the previous generation console to still kind of linger, right? And I mean, this thing will because people have inventory and they're going to work through the inventory, uh, you know, like at your at your Best Buys, at your GameStops, at your you know your your retailers, but um. What it, it's interesting to me that they didn't even keep an X option, and I and so I knew this was kind of I knew something was coming like this because when they announced the Cyberpunk 2077 edition, they only made fifty six like thousand of them, fifty seven thousand of them, and they said this will be the last Xbox One X manufactured. So we knew something was going to happen here. Uh, as far as killing off even their latest digital version and then their their workhorse version and then just keeping the S, which is, you know, it's been a good system for them, sure. It's interesting because they are obviously toted about the fact that for the first two years, there won't be any exclusive to the Series X. Everything will be playable on the last gen and the, the next gen. Well, whatever. Right now it's the current gen and, and next gen. So... I don't know. I'm not sure if killing off the X was a great idea. You, I think you could you were finding value in this system unless you were taking a loss on the system. You were finding value where people were buying them still, you know, and um, I'm okay with it because in my, in my mind, it makes the X a short-term system. It had, what, a two-year lifespan? Maybe two and a half, almost three-year lifespan roughly, and uh you know the 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 X's that I have now are all collector's editions, as far as I, I'm concerned, and we don't have to worry about them spamming a bunch of extra systems. But to for to have a two year window for for the One X and the Series X to live, and you kill off the majority of your manufacturing for it, besides your cheapo model, 
I don't know. I'll see how that plays out. The, the the thing about this that's interesting to me is this is a little unprecedented. In in the past, we've liked to use um, like the Nintendo method where they would roll out an upgraded version of something and then kill off the old version. And specifically with the 3DS generation, that was the one time that I really remember actually seeing a change in processing power, a change in the ability of the system, as opposed to just slimlining it and making it cheaper. And then Nintendo did get rid of the original uh, line of 3DSs, and you could only get the new lines of 3DSs and 2DSs, and they, they slowly just phased out the old hardware. Where with Microsoft, they are getting rid of the newer hardware, the higher-end hardware, to more define what the levels are going to be. Because we've talked about the fact that Microsoft is going to have this unannounced version of the series there people are calling it rumored what the series s yeah the, lo- the lock less- the code name lockhart the lockhart yeah. yeah so that's something that we still don't know a lot about and that was the big question like okay well how much is this lockhart thing gonna be because we know what you can do and how much it costs to get an xbox one x and i think right here the removal of the x shows you exactly now where that lockhart system fits in to the new xbox family of systems there's not we're, even if it's similar in power to what we have on the X now, it's it's going to sell more because it's considered a next generation system. Yeah, and I think it also tells us that the digi- them knocking the digital out, I, I feel like Lockhart is going to be that digital option. I mean, we already seen PS5 showing a digital version and, not, and, a, and a non-digital version, so I think Lockhart is going to be that digital version that also holds specs close to close to the X. And then that, so that puts it in the middle, right? So now you have the one S at the entry, this, this new system that we haven't seen yet or heard officially yet about in the middle, and then the series X as your elite. And so once again, what does Microsoft like to do? They create tiers and here you go. Here's your three tiers, uh, dump out the two and, and add and replace them with one, um, one new one. I think you're right. I think you're spot on. And that's, that's probably what they're trying to line up to do here. And I, th- but what I think they're going to do differently is I think the Lockhart version, whatever it ends up being called, the the Series S or whatever, um, I think this is where they really kind of surprise the industry, and the price point's going to be super affordable. Where where PlayStation, we're seeing like you know, hey the the optical drive, you know, the, the digital's 500, the optical drive's 550, you know, they're really next to each other. You're basically just deciding if you want that, that drive or not. I feel like this one might be more heavily streaming based. Like you, like we're saying, it's going to utilize more of that, uh, X cloud, um, X, um, one X servers on Microsoft side to process power and then be, and then stream it to the system. Um, and because of it, we might see that $250, $300 system. So here's your $500 Series X. Here's your, you know, $300 Series S. And then there's your, you know, $199, probably down to $150, $149 is what I would think is going to be that, that spot right now for, for this, the uh, 1S. And then maybe that even drops more, you know, as far as just becoming yeah, a super def- value. I could definitely bit. see the xbox one model you know whatever they're calling it at the time if they're still calling it an s great 150 dollars price point that's a nice price point 
for getting yourself an Xbox that's going to be able to play all the Xbox games for the next two years, plus the entire backlog. Like that's that's a pretty good value. So it wouldn't be crazy for me if we see the Lockhart system come in at a two fifty. 300 and then probably $500 for the series X. So, you know, that creates a lot of differentiality in price point and potentially what you could do with the systems. And I think they would sell a lot of systems and reach a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. So it, and again, I think, I think this is information that I don't know if we'll get it all, but I think we're going to, I think we're going to find a lot of this out uh, in a couple days. And I'm, I'm I'm watching the chat over on uh, twitch.tv slash Media. I see Super Lars here and saying, I wonder if this means the Series X will be out sooner than expected. So the rumors were that before COVID came around, we had the situation of... My dogs are going crazy right now, if you guys can hear. I'm sorry. Um, we had the situation that they were saying Xbox Series X was supposed to come out in August. There was a lot of rumors saying August launch. So the fact that, yeah, the fact that they're discontinuing the systems already and they're publicly announcing the discontinue, you know, that, they're, that they've discontinued them and everything does kind of aim towards the fact that you th- is Microsoft trying to get out on the market ahead of the holidays? Where maybe, smart. where maybe PlayStation and, and where PlayStation is advertising right now, holiday 2020. So that would be really interesting because it would be... Um, not the norm, not what we're used to, at least uh, in recent years or recent generations. And I think, um, you know, short of Nintendo just having its own timetable of whenever it wants, whatever it wants to do, whenever. But, um, but I mean, but what I mean, the the normal holiday release period that seems to be the 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 sweet spot, just because obviously everybody is buying gifts and everybody is uh, is ready to to jump into the system. It's just a good time, but. The the big thing that that it's way more sense, man. Yeah, it, it it does make more sense. But if the Series X was to come out, say in September, right? You know, with COVID, let's say they push it back a month. We're about to, you know, in, in a couple days here, we're going to find out pre-orders. And then if you think about it, September is not. I mean, they're manufacturing these things already. You know, they're already like Phil Spencer. His main Xbox at his house is a Series X. He's already said it. He's already, you know, when he plays with other people on their standard Xboxes, he's using the Series X. So, like, it, uh, you know, as far as it hitting in September, that would be that'd be wild. And I would be super excited. I would love to see it. But uh, time will tell here, especially if, think about this, too. They're, they, they've been saying and they're still saying Halo Infinite will be a launch title with the Series X. That'd be big. And you and it launches in September, even if it launches in October, but still. So I mean, we'll see though. But yeah, I think this this does show us a sign that maybe they're they're ready. They might or or they're close. The business practice of releasing this system next month or 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 in September would be huge for them setting themselves up for success in the holiday because wh- what do you, what are they going to achieve by getting that f- three-month head start over the holiday sales? The hardcore fan base who's going to buy, the, who is pre-ordering and buying, doesn't matter what day of the year it is, they're going to get that first wave of shipments out to the hardcore fans. And then what does that do? That gives them time to build up inventory to then sell to the casual market for the holiday. 
or even if we see that the Series X drops next month and then the Lockhart system's available for the holiday. Market at a different audience. That, that's, that could set them up. Just that three-month head start of getting the pre-orders available for the next generation of hardcore gamers could big-time set Microsoft up for success over Sony and big-time success for them to win the holiday. And that was and that was the rumor, was that we were going to see the Series X first and see the Lockhart system later in the year. So, yeah, you're right. They weren't going to launch them side-by-side, side, which I think is a smart move. I've never, I've never liked the idea of multiple SKUs right out the gate. It's just not, uh, not something I've, I've ever, it, I go going back and thinking of like PS3, Xbox 360. I always wanted the deluxe, uh, even the Wii U, you always wanted the deluxe version and the basic version always sat on the shelf. And, you know, I just, to me, it can, it confused consumers. It, it, it just, I don't know. It, it, you don't need it. You don't need it. The, the hype is there. Just have your one, your one primary model and, and sell it like hotcakes. But, um, yeah, I don't know. We're, I'm excited for Thursday. We're going to find out a lot more then. But, um, you know, obviously, this is, uh, this is big news. And I think Super Lars is on to something when, when, you, when he says that statement that we are probably getting set up for a surprise release date. One, uh, something that's sooner than, than we expected. And um, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm ready. So, any any uh, anything, uh, Miggy, that you'd like to add? Um, yeah, I mean, you guys said it already. Uh, I think it's time. Um, them getting rid of the uh, the X, especially if their their rumored Lockhart is supposed to. I I think the Lockhart is going to be the same strength as the uh, X, so it doesn't make sense to have two two systems out there with the same amount of power and confuse people. No, so yeah. Absolutely smart. Well, join us on the discord guys. Um, you can hit up the Xbox channel and from there we can keep talking about the rumors, what you want to see from this upcoming show on Thursday and, uh, anything else Xbox related, but we're going to move into our final topic of the show. And that is PS five pre-orders could be limited to one per household. You might only be able to order one PS5 from PlayStation. So users have uh, been digging into the source code for Sony's direct.playstation.com, and that's the company's hardware retail website. Uh, and they have discovered new references to the PlayStation 5 that seem to indicate that Sony will limit the PlayStation 5 orders to one per household. Uh, source code in the PlayStation Direct website revealed an error message that would appear that could appear if customers attempted to order more than one PS5 console. Uh, through the website, I, and IGN verified the source code and can confirm its existence. The message found in the source code reads, you can only purchase one version of the PS5 console, disc, or digital. You have already added one PS5 to your cart. Um, Sony previously limited one console per household when it put the PlayStation 4 up for pre-order, so this is not uh, new for the company. But what is different this time around is how Sony will be selling two different versions of the PS5, but will keep one per house uh, household rule, meaning you can only get the digital or the optical. Obviously, people are going to find ways around this. But so even if you're hoping to order both a physical and digital, there's a chance you won't be able to from the PlayStation Direct website, though nothing is stopping you from ordering a second PS5 from another retailer. Uh, other references in the source code unearth a new label 
Sony could potentially add to PS4 games that indicate they are PS5 compatible. This new label could be used to indicate which PS4 games are backwards compatible with the PS5, uh, but it also suggests it could be used to indicate if hardware-like controllers is are also forwards compatible, so accessories. Uh, Sony could be planning to sell the PS5 directly to customers, but since there are already product pages for the PS5 live on sites like Amazon, Best Buy, it more likely means that the PS5 pre-orders won't be exclusive to the Sony store. So initially, this started to break out uh, when we were when the news was just starting to hit. People were thinking Sony was going to, and, and this still may happen. Um, they were going to hold on to majority of their inventory and pre-order it through Sony. Um, and not give out as much to the third-party retailers, but um, we won't know. I mean, we don't know that until until we get some more information. That's just a lot of people speculating at this point. Uh, the company also said that customers will be given plenty of notice before the PS5 goes up for pre-orders. So when pre-orders do eventually go live, customers will hopefully have plenty of information on when and where they can place their advance orders. So there was a lot of rumors that, uh, what was it, last week, that, like, the um, the pre-orders were going to go live that day at 3 p.m. And, and you know, obviously there's a ton of just people posting and speculating stuff, but it never happened. And then Sony came out and said, when we do it, you're going to know. Which makes sense. Like, why why surprise people with that with that aspect of, of your product? Like, let people get ready, because all you're going to do is create disappointment when your fan base can't get one because they weren't ready on a you know snap of a finger there so but um anyways to this point i i like that sony is trying their best to limit scalpers to limit these people that want to try to buy 20 of them keep you know and sell them all for triple to quadruple the amount of their that they retail for i mean obviously it's a common situation that happens when a new system comes out and we've we've all seen it. We've all waited in our 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 lines to get you know to get our system back in the day, um, just to try to avoid it. And and since pre-ordering has become more prominent, we've uh, jumped on that bandwagon too to try to lock down our systems so that we uh, don't have to go to the scalpers. Not that I ever would, but like so that way I don't have to wait because somebody bought all fifty of them and I didn't get a chance to get one. You know, but um. I don't know. What do you guys think? I, I think this the news isn't surprising to me. They they already said that you could do, they did it with the PS4, and the fact that you have two models, like why would you allow someone to have one of each? Like who cares? It's still a PS5. You get one or you get the other. You lock it in, enjoy it, and move on with your life. I've always I've always been very heated about the the day one scalpers, the people who buy up the systems and charge an extreme amount for them. It it's always been a pet peeve of the industry. I've always frowned upon and let people know that I know personally that have done it. Like, dude, I don't think that's very cool. You're making a quick buck, you know, based off you pre-ordering a bunch of stuff. Like it's low effort and it's shady. It's greasy. And I don't, I don't think it's, it's good behavior. And I think it makes you a toxic person. So uh, the fact that Sony's trying to take reasonable measures to stop people from, taking advantage of the situation to make a quick buck. I support that. I want, I want retailers to get uh, their money. I want gamers to be able to get their systems at a fair price. I don't think being gouged by other gamers or even just as, I guess it's just as bad people that have no interest in the gaming industry are taking advantage of gamers. That bothers me. 
I don't like it when people do it with concert tickets. I don't like it when people do it with game systems. It's just scalpers, scalpers can't bother me, but I'm a cheap guy. Like I'm never going to pay up. You're not going to ransom me. No, but I mean, it's, it, it is not like you want to see like example when the holidays are going and Sony's reporting record sales, uh, you know, best, best holiday ever for, for Sony PlayStation, um, brand because of the sales. And then you, and then the majority of it went to, to scalpers, right? Not only like, like that's, that's the stuff that drives me nuts because yeah, then you do have people that are, are paying for that, that are encouraging that action to continue to happen because they don't have, there's no patience in waiting for another shipment to hit your retailer or for Sony to restock their website or whatever. But I mean, it's, it's, it's a garbage, it's a garbage, just strategy. I hate it. It's never been something I've been a fan of. It's one thing if you get a hold of like, like, um, Several, you know, with the switch and and other systems, we've had friends that would lock down two to three systems, right? Because what they would do is make sure that for somebody in in the community that didn't get one, boom, now you have a chance. Like something like that, I'm more okay with because it's a gamer helping out a gamer. But someone that wants to go, that's not even a gamer that goes and buys twenty, you know, PS fives for five hundred bucks a pop and then turns around and sells them for a thousand. Like I just hate it. Because those, because people wanted those systems, and just because, yeah, just because you have a bot, just because you created a bot that broke the rules, first of all, right? Because that's what's going to happen here. Oh, one per household, no problem. I'm going to generate a bot that you know ships out to different addresses, and I'm just going to lock in a bunch of my family and friends to make sure that they agree to to receiving a, a PS5, and I'm still going to obtain 30 of them. That's not. That's not a strat. That's not a healthy strategy. It's not good. I see someone saying it's capital cap capitalism yes but that is that is garbage right there when you when you generate a bot to cheat the system that's not capitalism that's just being a hack that's just being a scalper that's just trying to make a quick buck that you're not going to claim taxes on that you're not going to follow all these other processes around around the concept of capitalism and why it's good for this country and blah 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 but at the same time you're just not a good human being Especially usually when this shit lands around the holiday and children want it. And you're basically trying to take advantage of parents that want to make their child happy. That's just shitty. I don't care what you want to call it. It's shitty. So, um... That's my take on it. I, I you know, I, I like the idea that they're trying. It's, it's you know, it's a, it's a, mute, a mute point because people are going to figure out ways around it. They always do. And places like the uh, these other retailers are you know going to try to limit things but even they'll they'll be worked around as well and you're still going to have to be ready when that announcement hits you're going to have to be ready and you're going to have to act fast because it's going to disappear quick even if they do a good job it's going to disappear quick because all the game all the gamers out there want them so it's still going to sell out anyways but i don't want to see that typical eBay posting of some D-bag with one photo on his eBay listing of 50 PS5 sitting in his living room going, hey, hey, $9.99.99 each. Who wants one? That's what I hate seeing. We saw it during the pandemic right now with Nintendo Switches. I've seen it with all sorts of other electronic products. I mean, with all sorts of products, period. I mean, hell, people were doing it with toilet paper, for God's sake. $75 a roll on eBay. You know, like I'm not gonna lie. I have I have like 23 or 24 vintage Grimlock Transformer hats in my basement in a box 
And then I just occasionally throw one up on eBay here or there, charge an extraordinary amount, and some dude in Michigan is always buying them. Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> you, got, you got me there, buddy. You got me there. You'll always get me on that one. <sighs> Anyways. Um, any last thoughts on the PS5 here? I mean... It's good that they're that they're talking about it, but I think I think Microsoft's going to do the same. I think this is this is an ongoing situation with any product that I think hits hits the market right now as these companies are trying their best to control it the best way they can to allow the actual consumer that wants to use the product to have the ability to get one. So I think my thought here is that Though you get an alert that says you already have one in your cart, we've seen companies like Square Enix, right, that um, would require you to, like, fill out almost an application to obtain a very limited edition, you know, version of something like Final Fantasy XV. I remember when I when I got my Royal Edition, it, there was a process to actually lock that in that made it more difficult for a bot to do right i feel like half the time these companies put this in place to make their consumers feel better or it's like oh well they're only limiting one per household but if but if you if you know anything about the internet you realize that that doesn't mean doesn't mean anything to people that could build um macros and bots and and just and and scan the internet faster than a human being can where this bot literally scans every every 30 seconds and that honestly is probably when when this stuff starts to go live it's going to be scanning the internet every other second or every second for things that go in stock on these 100 different websites and then once it says yes it's in stock it triggers the macro to go bye 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 with a list of different addresses and a list of you know and a list of different credit cards and all that stuff already already saved into the macro so that it processes a hundred transactions before you the gamer can process one so in my opinion if you if you like unless they come out and tell us more i don't think these companies honestly are doing a enough to make this a legitimate system to blocking people from you know from buying multiple systems they could do a better job with the technology that's out there if i were sony i would require you to mail in a vial of your blood and then it's one to one for blood samples. <laughs> like you give a blood sample, your blood sample gets put into a system. Once one system gets shipped to you, and then you know you got to go get someone else's blood if you want another system. Not a lot of people are going to hand out that blood. <laughs> right, You're right. Welcome, Sony. Yeah, Problem solved. And I see Master of Puppets in here talking about flipping a little bit and how uh, they bought a PS3 back in the day to fund their 360. Like, here's the deal. I, I won't lie, I have bought two of something to sell one to make mine either free or cheap. I'm more okay with that. What I hate is the 30 to 50 units in one picture on eBay when no one else can get their hands on it. That's what I hate. I hate it. So grabbing two 3DSs and selling one and now yours is free... I mean, it's this. It's kind of it's the same concept, but in a way, if they if you were to be able to go on like a lot of those times when you did that, master master of puppets, when you did that, they allowed you to buy it. 
you walked into a store, it was on the shelf, and you bought that PS3. Okay. You didn't trick a system that was trying to limit people to buy 15, 20, 30 systems. Right? So when you remove that aspect out of it, it is more of just a, I was there, I did the legwork, I bought it, and I can do what I want with it after I bought it. Sure. But it's these people that, that drive me nuts. They see an opportunity. So, like, I've, I've complained about it in the past, but that Elgato Cam Link. The Elgato Cam Link, a little USB to HDMI adapter that's $129 so that you can hook up a, an SLR camera or, or a four-thirds camera to your, and use it as a webcam. When the pandemic hit, virtual interaction became very important for businesses, for individuals, and, and so many people that those products became very you know um, important to so many that people realized it and guess what they did they just shifted their bots and they bought a hundred of them and they had them shipped to their house before any limitation was put on them and then they said cool you can have one for 400 bucks and people bought them because yeah because they needed them companies needed them people needed well i'm gonna say need this particular product i'm not sure you actually need you could just live with a webcam but still people were buying them a webcam a very a very poor one too <laughs> As the sun's going down, my my image is getting worse. Listen, I've been trying to get a, I've been trying to get a cam link so I can use my my Sony so that I could give you my webcam so that way we could stop you you can stop using the one you're using. That's really the only reason I'm doing it. Yeah, but that's I how bad it is. <laughs> the grainy look, it it looks gorilla. It looks underground, man. Having a yeah. grainy webcam is punk rock, man. I'm not yeah. gonna sell out like you. Yeah, man. super punk rock, punk rock with your little plant behind your head there, uh, mounted on the wall. You look real punk rock. Right yeah, now. man. I don't need I don't need other people's plants. I got my own plants. DIY grew that myself. <laughs> yeah, nice lamp. I'm back like the there least too. punk rock dude ever. <laughs> yeah, super nice painted wall back there. You punk rock grungy <sighs> yeah, boy. Yeah, I live in a punk rock shed. <laughs> Nice well, Yeti, nice, nice fancy Yeti mic with a pop filter. I don't even have a pop filter. Yeah, I don't even well, have. I didn't learn how to properly say my my principles, and <laughs> I pop my peas. Anyways, oh, anyways, respect the establishment. Yeah, ma master, master of puppets. Bring, bring out, or bring up the uh, the other point of hand sanitizer. Like what happened with hand sanitizer? Another example of just. Shitty people. So, you know what? You know you talk, but you know I'm 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 ready. I'm ready. You know I got I already got my people on on speed dial. I got the bot set up. It's, I mean it's gonna be me. I'm gonna get my cousin Juan, my other my cousin other Juan, and I'm gonna get like you know a few of my other little cousins that can barely speak yet, and they're all gonna get money. We're on a stand in line like twenty deep, and we're each gonna buy one. I gotta give them fake addresses because they don't even they barely know their own, so I have to write it down for them. But we set we set we're gonna have the game on lock. You wanna go to go to eBay.com player one Miggy or however it works, and you want to look me up, I got you. I got you. Seven, eight hundred dollars each. I got you. <laughs> yeah, that's a deal. Everyone else selling for nine ninety nine. Alright, that's been our attack on the news for these topics and much more. Please visit gameslimity.com where you can read the articles, you can watch the videos, you can listen to all the other podcasts and just see everything that's going on at Games Little Media. Ugh. Well, guys, do uh, you have any uh, gaming moments of the week? Any Anything big happened to you? I know Deadeye, you've been playing a ton of video games, so we're going to start with Player One Miggy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Man, I wasn't ready. Um, actually, my gaming moment of the week 
Uh, it's got to be the forest. And the reason why is it reunited me with some friends that I haven't gamed with since the Xbox 360 days. Like these are like like friends like like super cool that I met. One of them's in Florida. I never met him like in in you know IRL, but like you know we talked. I met him through a mutual friend, and like every time I was like we'd game without the other guy, and I forget what the other guy a state the other guy's in, but we just like connected back up. They even have a Discord connected on there, and now we like talking everything like daily. And we're gaming. Matter of fact, after the show gets on, we're gonna jump in the forest and uh chop up some uh some cannibals. So um yeah, yeah, super excited. Forest is good. Uh even playing that on my own. Um, learning a lot. Uh actually gonna try and get through in-game on this one too. So yeah, yeah. I guess we kick it over to you. Did I, I? mean yeah, you know, my uh Grim made the joke. I'm studying for an IT exam I gotta take like tomorrow so my free time has consisted of no gaming the most video game interaction i had this week was our man Bax, our friend sci-fi aj handed me his copy of last of us 2 and he's like yeah you, uh... when you pass that test you play you play last of us 2 so i borrowed last of us 2 so i'm really hoping that next week on the show i'll be able to tell you guys what it was like for me starting last of us 2 man that's nice. what you did go through the first one yeah, yeah, I, just, I, 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 just uh, finished I finished it. the first Last of Us. I don't think I talked about it here on the show, but I did that you know a month or so ago. So I'm ready for Last of Us Two now. Man, cool. Um, I think my gaming moment has to be Twitch again. We were just, uh, you know, we're in the week of in two days. We're gonna be watching Mixer close down its website and shut down forever, and uh, we. I can happily say that Twitch has been an amazing new home for me, but we uh, we did hit a milestone. Uh, we hit a thousand followers on my channel here on Twitch, and uh, the community has just been amazing, right? Just the people I've been able to play games with, the people I've been able to interact with. Um, you know, it's just been it's been just top tier, and the support has been out of this world. So. I'm uh, I'm excited. I mean, I've only, I've been playing a lot of Forza and a lot of Warzone right now, and that's all I've been playing because that's all I've been streaming. But I am excited to start mixing in some um, some other games now because we're, we're I'm at that point now where I feel more comfortable uh, experimenting a little bit on the platform. So. I will say, though, that that's my gaming moment of the week. I want to thank everybody that's hit that follow button and shown the love and support. But I do have a I, ha, I do have a, a moment that I want to share that I forgot to anywhere else. And I don't know where else it would have fit in the show. And this isn't a moment. This isn't a gaming moment of the week. This is a I'm pissed off moment of the week. And that is going to be directed towards Bungie. Yeah, so... I thought it was going to be directed towards me. <laughs> me too. Oh, I, I was ready to cut the stream. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 really, I'm really frustrated with Bungie right now. I, I have a, we, we all have a friend, Chop Snyder and Owl Zero, who have agreed that... And, and Chops was the one that started it. Uh, he wanted to get to kind of explore Destiny 2 again. So he got a bunch of new, um, he got a new monitor for his PC. He got some new, he got some new PC gear, and he wanted to really start focusing keyboard and mouse. And he figured Destiny would be the way to do it. So he, that's where he's playing. I said, all right, I'll make you a deal, because he was like, talk me out of playing Destiny two on my PC. All right, here's how I'm going to talk you out of it. If you buy the DLC, I'll buy the DLC. 
and said, I hate you. And then we bought the DLC. <laughs> so I bought the DLC on Steam under Grim the Dino, right? My Grim the Dino account. And got it all, downloaded everything. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's let's fire this thing up and let's make sure I'm ready to game whenever it is that they want to game. Owl Zero has joined the, uh, the concept and is also going to be playing on PC with us. So I launch it and it's like, okay, well, you have to enable cross cross player it's not cross play but you can move your characters from platform to platform and i'm like yeah perfect and they're like well your steam account's not linked to your to a bungie account i'm like oh that's weird so i log into bungie i get into my account and i look and there's this there's my playstation there's my xbox and then there's a steam account and the steam account is titled motor city gaming oh no oh wow so anybody that knows what that name reference is You've been around here for a while, so congratulations, you're OG. But I can't unlink the account. And I'm like, what? Why can't I unlink this account? Oh. Now, mind you, I already bought the software on Grim the Dino. I do not have the DLC, or the game for that matter, on this Motor City Gaming account because I haven't logged in this Motor City Gaming account for years. I forgot it existed until I saw it right there. So I do some research. I go, oh, I have to click here. I have to deactivate this cross-play function. And then once I do that, I can remove it. I can remove the Steam account. So I do, I, I start the process. It goes, when you deactivate cross-play, there is a 90-day lockout from re-enabling it. Why? 90 Why? days. Three months. Three months. So I open a ticket with Bungie. I do the I do the deadite mode. I say well, I'm gonna reach out to them. They'll help me. I lay it all out, screenshots, everything. I try to build the most professional response I could to try to show them I am not trying to like take you guys for any any reason. I have never unlinked my accounts ever. I've been a player since Alpha of Destiny One. I just have a mistake here that I need corrected. Sent them my purchase record. Sent them everything. Get a response today. Yes, you can. You can change your Steam account. All you have to do is deactivate crossplay, wait ninety days, and then re-enable your Steam. Did you even read anything that I sent you? So I have responded to them again with a less nice response. And I'm assuming we're going downhill at this point. It's just gonna get it's just gonna get ugly. But basically, what they're telling me is that hey, we we really appreciate that you gave us money, but just let it sit there for 90 days, play on your Xbox, and then link it in three months, and then you can play on PC. Well, then why did I even buy it? So yeah, I literally said in my next message, I go, this is one reason why I, I, I walked away from you guys. And I'm starting to remember why. This does not help your player base, your consumer base at all. This is a dumb policy that if I take the time to open a ticket with you, you should look into an account and say, wow, they've never done anything that's questionable. We should make an exception. But they don't care. So I'm just expecting another generic response to my last message. And then I'm going to honestly probably tell Owl and tell Chops, you know what? I'm not going to play Destiny 2. And then Bungie, congratulations. You just drove me back away from a game that I was ready to try to give another shot. You 90, 90 days. 90 days. I hope you learned your lesson. 
playing com- games on a computer is dumb and for wieners. No, it's not. Wouldn't happen if you played on Xbox. I, I, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I fired it up on Xbox just because I got really paranoid that I accidentally turned off my crossplay and then it was broken all across the board. It wasn't. Yeah. So I mean, if I did want to continue, if I did want to play Destiny Two on Xbox, I can. I don't though because I just invested in a new graphics card. I just invested in a 240 hertz monitor. I want to see what it looks like. Okay, when I play Forza on the PC, it makes my Xbox One X look like like garbage. I'm not going to lie to you guys. It makes it look like garbage. So I'm like, all right, cool. Let's let's play Destiny on PC. The other reason why I wanted to play Destiny on PC is that I have been wanting to get better at keyboard mouse commands, except not in a competitive scene where I drop into Warzone or I drop into Fortnite and I get obliterated in 30 seconds and I learn nothing. Instead, Destiny is very PvE oriented if you want it to be. I could really get comfortable with the controls and gradually work my way into competitive scene, but I can't because I have to wait for 90 days. To use the software that I paid you for. Why? No one plays your game anyways. What the fuck are you worried about? Okay, if I have a Jade Rabbit and somehow figure out a way to hack it, I don't even have any friends on Destiny 2 to give the hacked version to. You should be thanking me if I was a hacker and being like, well, God, at least you're trying to hack my game because no one plays it anymore. And I'm being ridiculous right now. I get it. But Bungie, you're not in a good, you're not in a good spot to be having what I honestly believe is one of the most restricted systems of any game that allows you to like share your content across it. I mean, I can unlink and relink my Fortnite crap like a hundred times in the next hour if I want to. Why why do you have a 90-day lockout window? What what is what is in Destiny 2 that's so valuable that that's how it has to be? Grim, you're look you're overlooking a really really important fact. You're <sighs> literally the first person who's ever unlinked this and they need they need three months to figure out how to hook it back up. <laughs> They need that time to be like, oh man, no one's ever tried to come back. Uh, how, how are we really? This, this dumbass no wants to come back. <laughs> You're probably know? right. You're probably right. It's probably limitations on their system. Now, I've cut Bungie so much slack. I, I've loved, I loved that company. I wanted them to be so much more than they are currently. And they just, oh my God. The response, honestly... I didn't expect a good response, but the response was so just generic. Like, um, oh, this guy wants to change. Okay, um, let me just copy this, paste this. Cool, my job's done. And I was like, you have to be kidding me. You have to be kidding me. Let alone how difficult it was to just find where I could open a ticket on Bungie's website. Because they really want your the community to help you. They really don't want to talk to you. It's probably because they've been getting hate for the last whatever three years of their game, and they're just they, they can't they can't handle it anymore. But I'm over here actually needing real help from them, and they're sending me these generic responses. So Bungie, if you're listening, or anybody that works at Bungie, the account is Grim the Dino, and I'm pissed off. So please help me out. 
You know what you should do? You're going to spiral some poor little bungee help desk guy into like some sort of crunch time scenario and he's going to hate his life. It just let me just enable the unlink button. Just unlink the the un just sorry, enable the unlink button. I'll do the rest. Just let me click the button. Just let me click the button. I'll do the rest. You know what you should do since you can't play Destiny 2 is you should go ahead and reinstall... Uh, Don't worry, uh, I can link Stadia, guys. I can link Stadia if I want. Don't you worry. I can unlink my Twitch. Don't you worry. But don't you dare touch your Steam, Xbox, or PS4. Oh, and to Steam, I thought I could be tricky. About, I thought I could be smart about it and go to Steam side of it and say, hey, I'll just unlink it from Steam and it'll can't, it'll break it. On Steam side, you literally cannot look at what your Steam account is connected to. It doesn't exist. Steam, this is why you're falling behind and everybody you know wants to complain about all these other competitors because your platform sucks. I can go to Twitch right now. Playing games on a computer sucks. Yeah. I can go to Twitch right now. Click in in two clicks. I can get to everything that's linked to my Twitch account and say, yeah, no, I don't want Call of Duty linked to my Twitch account anymore and disable it. I can't do that on Steam. Come on. So anyways, that's that's my moment. That's my that's my, uh, you know, I'm upset. I haven't I don't think I've had one of these in a while. It's because I haven't tried to play it. Use a Bungie product in a while. But here we are. (sighs) Sorry, Mickey, I cut you off. No, I'm used to it. I'm irritated. Not, not from you. Not from you. Not from you. Now I was just saying, go back to playing. Uh, Lars, nope. Grimlocked. He just <laughs> cut him off. Again. Go back to playing what, I'm Mickey? Sorry. I want to hear. <laughs> you can go back to playing. Uh... <laughs> oh, I didn't even mute you. Dang it. <laughs> Let's just go back to playing um, uh, No Man's Sky. Go look for ghost ships and stuff now. I mean, I don't have to wait that long. I, this this week we have un, we have uh, grounded coming out, so you know I'll be. I have a new game to to oh, put that's some, right. yeah to put some time into. But I was excited to play games with someone I don't get to play games with a lot with being Chop Snyder, and uh, now it's like, well, dude, you don't have an Xbox, and my characters are literally stuck on Xbox. I can't move them right now. Sorry, I could. I guess I could offload them to PS4 right now. But he already bought it on PC. Man. I'll start fresh characters. That's the only thing I could do. And I literally have content that go that stretches all the way back to Destiny 1 on my account. Why would I I, I can't I can't do that. I cannot just sit there and be like, oh, 800 hours of gameplay? Pfft, out the window. Yep. Not that there's a lot of like gear that I absolutely need, but it's the fact that like it's my account that has been the Bungie account since day one that you should realize that I'm that I'm a good customer. I don't need to be an elite customer. I don't need to be treated like a king, but I'm a good customer and you should take care of those people because those are the people that have been supporting you through the good and bad since day one. And you're going to send me a generic response and not even probably look at my screenshots. Message C37. We're sorry you're having a difficult time. <laughs> yeah. To unlink your account, press 1. In parentheses, do, uh, delete this part. <laughs> do not post it in the response to customer. Oh, oops. I forgot to remove that part. My bad. 
<sighs> anything you guys need to get off your chest? Anything? Uh, anything going on? Hmm? You can say no. I'd be happy with no because that means you you're doing you're having a better better run at it than I am. I mean, it's like oh, it's not game related. I broke you know dropped the screen on dropped and cracked the screen on my phone. But you know that's 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 user error. Yeah, that's so like that's related. Like... How will you game? <laughs> <laughs> that's your primary gaming device and you broke it when did that <laughs> oh 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 no it has that'd be, it has... Me, that'd be like me me that'd be me, like me be like yeah my tv fell off my wall and you got how are you gonna game man you don't game on a pc or a phone i'm like i guess i don't game anymore oh no believe me it hasn't stopped me i still i have still been putting hours into the game i talked about last week overdox I've, I've been playing that solid like every day climbing to the top of the charts becoming beast in that game but it's like it's weird to feel like that glass underneath your finger and you know it's you know everyone's about to wipe off the drops of blood but i mean you know it's it's, it's not that bad but this is the first time i've ever had like a cracked screen on my phone it's like it sounded where i knew it cracked when it fell and the way it sounded the crack sound it's just like i just knew it i just knew it and i've dropped phones i don't know how many times they've landed glass down but something about being outside and it hits a pebble and oh the pebbles yeah, are the worst so, so my screen's yep. all my i have a i have a zag shield on mine that's literally shattered right now because just a couple days ago, I got out of my car and my phone was not in my pocket, but it was on the side oh. of the seat and it flung out and landed face down. And I knew I knew the second I hit, I go, well, there goes there goes the Zag shield. But hopefully my screen's OK. And it was. But that Zag shield, like you said, it hit a pebble or whatever and just explodes, man. It just sh just spider cracks everywhere. So you guys that gotta sucks. get otter boxes, man. I get that boxes? chunky case out of here, man. Yeah, yeah, but this stuff is locked inside like an armadillo shell. Hey, don't hold that phone. I... Don't hold that archaic phone too close to your microphone. It might create some sort of <laughs> microwave and kill you. I, I think I That's pulled a dream. I pulled, I pulled a Dr Pepper deadite. Um, ever since they changed their like their return policy or their their like warranty or whatever. I like dropped them because before you used to be able just to write them when it got like messed up or whatever, you used to write them and they would send you another one. You just have to send the other one back. No, remember they would just send you another one because they stand by their products. And now they charge you so much to send you another one. And I was like, eh, it got thick anyway. So like, I just dropped the phone in my pocket and go, and it's been about a good seven or eight years. Actually, no, I've never cracked the phone screen on my phone. So well, now you just cursed yourself. You're on, you're on, far you're on a record. erotic for that. <laughs> I could not handle not having my phone as protected as possible, but I'm way too cheap to pay for replacement plans. Yep. So I have <laughs> to go for the alternative of just like the insane case. <laughs> like if, if I had to haul my phone around in a backpack to keep it safe, I'd do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the satellite phone from the lost world. <laughs> like I'm just yeah. rolling with it. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, guys, <laughs> that's been episode 320 of the GameZilla podcast. We want to thank everybody for coming and hanging out here live on twitch.tv slash GameZilla Media every Monday night at 7.30 p.m. Um, that I we want to thank the patrons one more time and let them know what else, everything else they can uh, enjoy on the, the network. Oh, yeah. I'm going to thank these patrons. Thank you, patrons. If you're not a patron... You better not have appreciated that thank you because it wasn't for you. <laughs> and you better get over to patreon.com slash gameslittlemedia and start your patronage today. So next week when I say thank you, patrons, it'll be directed at you. And you can feel it inside your heart and know that it means something. <laughs> so it's just $1 <laughs> per month. 
And uh, guess what? That $1 per month goes to the life of GameZilla Media, which is, includes some other really good podcasts, including The Legend of Retro, Retro Gaming, uh, Noobs and Dragons, our story top table, uh, top Dungeons and Dragons, I'm just saying words at this point, podcast. <laughs> um, last Action Podcast, all about action movies and Noiseland Arcade. It's about The Simpsons, so we have a ton of cool shows. Uh, please go listen to them, GameZillaMedia.com, and everywhere you listen to the GameZilla podcast. All right, guys. Well, this is, like I said, it's been episode 320 of the Games Love podcast. Thank you for hanging out. We will be back next week with what I'm sure will be a ton of Xbox news. Uh, hang out in the Discord with us uh, throughout the week to just talk about whatever happens on Thursday and uh, help influence some of our opinions and thoughts going into the next show. But uh, until then, just remember, we are your elite free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time, game on. Game on. Game on. End of recording.